man, God is moving. God is moving in our midst. In the situations that we're going through, circumstances, God is moving on our behalf. Amen, church. We want to thank you guys for joining us online. I know some of you are joining us on YouTube. Some are on Facebook. We just want to thank you for taking time and uh, joining us for the online service. We're hoping to be back soon. Uh, indoors, how many want to be uh, come back to church? If you, uh, if you agree, type it in the comments that you agree. Type that in the comments. Man, God is doing some amazing things in our midst. Uh, I know right now a lot of the events that we have are, are being postponed. Uh, so stay tuned to uh, social media and uh, look forward to those dates that they're going to be postponed to. Thank you, Zion. Amen. Amen. Just give me a minute. How many are ready to hear the word of God? Man, I'm ready. I'm excited for this. If you're joining us online, just uh, type in the comments. Let us know where you're joining us from. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, let us know where you're watching from, where you're joining from. Uh, just let us know. Engage in the comments. Uh, we'd love to uh, just, just encourage you guys online. Uh, so tonight's message is going to be on the power of hope in a hopeless situation. How many know that we're living in times where there's a lot of people out there searching for hope. They're searching for hope and they're searching for hope in all the wrong places. But we as the children of God, we have the hope that they're looking for. The true hope. So tonight I want to look at the power of hope in a hopeless situation. Uh, if you could turn your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 17. Uh, we're going to be going over the, the story of Elijah and the widow. Let's pray for tonight's message. Father, we just come before you, God. We just thank you. God, we thank you for your word, God. We thank you for the truth of your word, the power of your word, God. We know that there is power in your word, God. God, we thank you, God, for bringing us here together. We thank you for those that are watching online, God. God, we pray that hearts would be touched, God, tonight through your word, God, that you would increase, God, that I would decrease, God, that it be your words that are spoken, God. God, let your word come forth with power, God, with authority, God, with boldness, God. Let it pierce the hearts of those who hear it, God. Let our hearts be open, ready to receive your word, God, with joy and with gladness. And we all say amen. So here in... Uh, 1 Kings 17, we're going to look at the story of Elijah and the widow. And I'm just going to paraphrase the beginning. So in the beginning of this chapter, the Bible says that, I'm reading out of the New King James Version, okay. Elijah proclaims a drought in the land. Okay. So he declares a drought. He hears the voice of God. The word of the Lord, it says in verse 2, came to, came to Elijah, telling him to get away from here. Go eastward and hide by the brook which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. So he hears the word of the Lord telling him to leave this place, go eastward to the brook, and there you're going to be able to drink from the brook. 
So Elijah does that. He did what the Lord commanded him. Then he hears the, he hears the word of the Lord again. The ravens come, the Bible says in verse 6, the ravens bring him bread and meat in the morning, and they bring him bread and meat in the evening. So how many know that God was providing, God was providing every step of the way, right? He provided for him to drink from the brook. He provided him meat and bread uh, during the day, during the morning, during the evening. How many know the same, is, the same goes for us? When we put our trust and our hope in Jesus, when we put, when we put our hope in God, he always provides. He always makes a way. Sometimes it might not be the way we're expecting or the way we're planning, but he always makes a way. He always meets our needs. If he tells us to do something, it's because he's preparing us. He's preparing us and he's going to make a way for us to, to do what he asks. So after that, in verse 7 it says that the brook dried up. So he goes from a drought to the brook where he's able to drink. He's being provided meat and bread during the day. Then the brook dries up. So you can imagine what's going through his mind. God, you're leading me over here. You're leading me over there. You're providing, but then all of a sudden the brook dries up. Some of you might be in a dry place in your, in your walk with God right now. But let me tell you. Put your hope in God. Put your hope and your trust in God. And he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. It goes on to say, so, you know, you think about Elijah. He goes to the brook. He's, he's good. When he's thirsty, he could drink from the brook. He has the food that he's being provided. Then the brook dries up. He could, he could be thinking, now what am I going to do, God? What do I do now? There's a drought in the land. The brook's dried up. What do I do? Some of you might be in the same situation. You might be going through certain things in your life, whether it be your finances, whether it be your marriage. And it looks like things are getting better, but then all of a sudden something happens. You see, we live in a world where there's a lot of people searching for hope. There's hopelessness everywhere. I remember before I became, uh, before I became a Christian, before I came to, to God and, and surrendered my life, I remember just going through life and, and, and not even having hope, not even knowing what hope was, to be honest, just being hopeless, just going through life's like whatever happens, happens. You know, you just roll with the punches kind of thing. You just go wherever you go and whatever happens, happens, not even thinking that there's actually hope out there for my life. And there might be people watching this service tonight, and you might find yourself in that place. You might find yourself in a place of hopelessness. You might be saying, you might be a believer even, a follower of Christ. You might even say, God, I've been, I've been, I've been putting my hope in you for this situation, for that situation, and it doesn't seem like anything's getting better. It seems like things are just getting worse. No matter what I do, no matter how hard I try, things just continue to get worse. But let me tell you something. You put your hope in God and he will not disappoint you. He will not disappoint you. His word is true. His word, there is power in his word. There is truth in, your, in his word. You can hold him to his word. He's not like man that he should lie, but his, words, his word is true. His word does not return void, but it completes what it's sent to do. 
See, you might find yourself in a place like Elijah. But see, the thing here that we got to understand is he heard the word of the Lord. And it's going to take us being sensitive to the prompting, to the voice, to that still small voice. We've got to be sensitive to the spirit of God. In prayer, we got to be seeking him in prayer. we got to be seeking him in his word because those are the places that he's going to speak to us. we got to be in service. we got to be online watching the service for now. This is where God is going to speak to you. It could be even during worship. God might speak to you something during worship, but you have to be sensitive. you got to be listening for that voice. Just like Elijah, it says, the word of the Lord came to him. See, now you might be on the verge of your breakthrough. And the word of the Lord might have came to you today during worship for your healing, for your miracle, for your breakthrough, for the move of God in your life, in your situation, whether it be in your marriage, in your finances, in, in the lives of your children, those sick in body, like Sister Andrea was saying, those sick in body, believe God for your healing. Verse 8 says this, arise, let me say that again, arise, go to Zarephath. Some of you, God is even telling you now, arise, arise by faith. By faith, God is telling you to arise. You might be sick in bodies, God's telling you to arise, get up, get up, declare the word of the Lord, speak to, speak to God, speak to God in prayer, lift your hands and worship. You might not feel like worshiping. You might be sick, but the Bible says it told him to arise. God might be telling you the same thing, to arise by faith. By faith, God wants you to arise, to get up, not to stay down. The devil wants to keep you down. The, the Bible says the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came that you would have everlasting life. So the Bible might be, the word of the Lord to you today might be arise. It says, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. See, he just came from a land of drought. God led him to the brook. And now he's asking a widow for some for something to drink. See, the Bible says those who thirst, he will satisfy. God will satisfy. So he tells her, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. He had the ravens bringing him bread and water, um, bread, and, bread and meat. And he was drinking water at the brook. And now he's asking the widow for a piece of bread and something to drink. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. Only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. 
Now we're talking about hope in a hopeless situation. Now this widow was in a hopeless situation. She might have lost all hope. She might have lost all hope. Who knows where she got this little bit of flour and this oil. But here she, it says here that she's on her way to prepare it for her and her son that they gonna, they're going to eat it and die. Now that's a hopeless situation. So whatever situation you find yourself in, let me encourage you. God is faithful. God is faithful. He will always provide and he will make a way where there is no way. He's a miracle worker. He's a healer. He's a healer. Maybe you're sick in body. Put your hope in Jehovah Rapha because he is the God who heals. Maybe you're, you're in a financial situation. Put your hope in Jehovah Jireh because he is our provider. She says here, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, do not fear. Some of you got to say, do not fear because he is with you. He is with you. The battle is the Lord's, right? Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me and afterward... Make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. See, some of you, God, might be asking you to do certain things that might not make sense. Here, the word of the Lord came to her saying, Feed Elijah. And you will have enough. You will have enough. How many know that God is more than enough? God is all we need, right? He's always more than enough. When he provides, he doesn't just provide just enough, but he provides more than enough. Amen? See here, what Elijah is asking her to do is to put him first. To prepare for him first. And when she does that, that it says the jar of oil will not run dry. The flour shall not be used up, which means she's going to be provided for. See, now that may not make sense to her at the time. But out of obedience, she did what, what the Lord had asked her. Out of obedience. And some of you, God has been challenging you. To do certain things that may not make sense to you. It may not make sense to you. But we know that when we are obedient to what God is asking us to do. He will provide. He will make a way. He will, he will move in our situation. We just got, they just got done singing that song. This is a move. We need a move. Right? How many need a move of God in their life? I know we're living in some, in some crazy times right now. There's a lot of things taking place. And as Christians, our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is in God. Verse 15 says, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. Here she was prepared 
to make a last meal and die with her son. But the Bible says that she, they were able to eat for many days after that. That's a miracle in itself. That's a miracle in itself. And some of you are out there watching. You need a miracle in your life. You need a miracle in your body. You need a move of God in your situation. Let me tell you, put your hope in God. Put your hope in Jesus. And you'll see those things take place. Don't waver in your hope. It says in verse 16, the bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. See, some of you, God is saying, arise, arise, get up. You might have kids that are not saved. You might have a spouse that's not saved. You might have family members that are not saved. Maybe God wants you to arise, get up, grab some anointing oil, and go and pray for your family. Go and pray for your kids, even when they're sleeping. Go over there and anoint them and pray and believe God for a miracle. Believe God that he is going to save them. Believe God that he is going to redeem them. Believe God that he is going to deliver your, your family members that are addicted to drugs. Whatever it may be, whatever the situation is, he may be, he may be telling you to go on a fast. He might have been speaking to you already saying you need to go on a fast, but you've been putting it off for whatever reason. See, the time is now. The time is now. This is a call to action. See, we need to put our, our money where our mouth is, so to speak. We need to put action behind the words. We can't just say what we're going to do. We need to actually do it. And if God's been challenging you to a fast, I encourage you. Do it and watch the hand of God move in your life. Move the, the hand of God move in your situation. You might be out there and you might be sick in body. You might need to get the anointing or walk around your house and anoint your house. Anoint your house and declare Declare the word of God. Declare the word of God over your children. Declare the word of God over your spouse, over your marriage, over your finances. Declare the word of God over your unsafe family members, over those sick in body. Declare the word of God over them. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Even in your coworkers, pray for your coworkers. Step out in faith. Step out in faith with boldness. With boldness. See, the Bible says we are called to be bold as lions. Proverbs 28.1 says the, the, the wicked flee though no one pursues. But the righteous are as bold as lions. We need, we need righteous, bold Christians that are going to say, you know what? I'm going to pray for this person. I'm going to believe God for a miracle in their life. I'm going to believe God for a supernatural miracle. I'm going to believe God for deliverance in their lives, for healing, whatever it is that needs to take place. Be sensitive. Be sensitive to the word of God. Be sensitive to the voice of God. And move in action. Not just in words, but let there be action behind it. It's by faith. It's by faith. Verse 17 goes on to say, Now it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. And his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. Which means he died. 
So she said to Elijah, what have I to do with you, O man of God? Have you come to me to bring my son sin to remembrance and to kill my son? They just got done witnessing a miracle. They just got wit done witnessing a miracle. The flour and the oil didn't run out for days. She was ready to eat her last meal with her son and die. And Elijah comes in. She prepares a meal for him. The oil is there. The flour is there. Then her son becomes sick and dies. And she's questioning Elijah. Have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? And he said to her, give me your son. So he took out of her arms, he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying. Laid him on his own bed, then cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, have you also brought tragedy on the widow with whom I lodge by killing her son? He's crying out to God and he's asking God, have you brought tragedy upon this widow? She just, we just witnessed a miracle. She just blessed me with food. What's going on here? Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came back to him. Verse 21 says, he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord, Oh, Lord, my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came back to him, and he revived. Another miracle took place. Another miracle took place. God is a miracle worker. Whatever the miracle is that you need, God is able. says, Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son lives. A miracle in her son's life. A miracle. Some of you are believing God for a miracle in your kid's life. I'm believing for a miracle in my kid's life. I'm believing for salvation. I'm believing for deliverance. I'm believing for healing in the life of my kids. And some of you might be in the same situation, whether it be deliverance from drugs, whether it be healing in their body. No matter what it is, put your hope in God. Put your hope in God because he is a miracle worker. Verse 24 says, then the woman said to Elijah, now by this I know that you are a man of God. And that the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. There was action behind his words. That is a hopeless situation that he, that he found himself in, that she found herself in. She went from eating her last meal with her son, expecting to die. Then a miracle takes place. And there's oil and there's flour for days. Then another tragedy. Hopeless. Hopeless. Her son dies. Then another miracle takes place. Her son is revived, brought back to life. By the power of God. Psalms 42.5 says this. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. 
for the help of his countenance. See, some of you are going through situations that may seem hopeless. But even in a hopeless situation, you have to praise God. You got to give him praise. You got to lift your hands in worship. You got to lift your voice in worship. You got you to praise him no matter what you're going through. No matter what hopeless situation you may find yourself in. Praise God. Worship God. And watch and see God move in your situation. If you receive that, type amen in the comments. It's kind of, it's kind of awkward preaching to, to somebody online, right? Because you got to always remember, I got to look at the camera, I got to look at the camera. Some of you have been anointed to preach the gospel, right? Preach it whether you're preaching to 300 or you're, whether you're preaching to three, whether it's online or whether it's in person. Preach the gospel with boldness. It says, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted in, within me? Hope in God. Hope in God. Hope in God. Our hope needs to be in God and God alone. Romans 5.5 5 says this. Romans 5.5 5 says this. Now hope does not disappoint. How many know when we put our hope in God, we will not be disappointed. We will not be disappointed no matter what. It says, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Man, hope in God does not disappoint no matter what the situation is. No matter what the circumstance, we will not be disappointed when we put our hope in God. We put our trust in God. We will not be disappointed. It's not always going to be easy. The situations we got to go through are not always going to be easy. But when we put our hope in God, we will not be disappointed, the Bible says. The power of hope in the eternal. How many know that we have been promised eternity, eternal life? That is what Jesus died for. He died for the forgiveness of our sins that we can be with him in heaven. That we can inherit eternal life. I know a lot of people, maybe you're watching online, have lost loved ones. Maybe recently you've lost loved ones. Our prayers are with you. Our condolences. In, um, you know, I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy when you lose somebody you love. Especially when it's unexpected. My wife's out of town right now. She's in Arizona um, visiting family. And her aunt just passed away suddenly. It wasn't COVID. But her aunt passed away. And I, I hope she's watching right now. But her aunt passed away suddenly. I have a, a brother-in-law that just lost his aunt the other day. And, and loss of a loved one is, is, is not easy. It's not easy. But we have hope that when we put our hope in God, we put our hope. See, we have been promised eternal life. Even though we may die here, we live on eternally, for eternity. We have that hope. That hope comes from God. 
There may be people watching online that you have loved ones that are not doing too good. And they don't have many days to, to live. Encourage them. If they're not believers, encourage them to put their hope in God. Put their hope in God that they can receive eternal life. John 10, 28 says this. And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. That's a promise. That's a promise from God that we will inherit eternal life. That we will have eternal life if we put our hope in him. That's something we, be, we should be sharing with others. There is hope. There is hope. If my wife is watching, I love you. I miss you. I can't. I need you to hurry up and come home. <laughs> it's so boring. So boring at home. I'm home like, what am I going to do? My kids are there, but I'm, I'm still bored. But my daughter, she's like a, a little mini, mini Francis. She's, like, she's just like my wife, so it's like having my wife there. Uh, she keeps me on my toes. Both of them do. But I love them both. I don't know what I would do without them. John 17, 3 says this. And this is eternal life that they may know you. The only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. See, he sent Jesus so that we can be forgiven of our sins, that we can inherit eternal life. That's where our hope is. Our hope is in heaven. Last thing I want to talk about is putting your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. See, God has a future and a hope that he wants to give us for all those who receive him. He wants to give us a hope in a world that is hopeless. In a hopeless world, God wants to give us hope. As the worship team comes up, Psalms 31, 24 says this, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart, all who hope in the Lord. So if you put your hope in God, you put your hope in the Lord, he will strengthen your heart. I know when you go through something, you're going through trials, you're going through situations and circumstances, it can get tough. And it can, it can start to weigh you down if you allow it to. It can start to bring disappointment. It can start to bring uh, frustration and, 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 and all these things that, that, that come up. But the Bible says to be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. 
all who hope in the Lord, he will strengthen your heart. If you put your hope in God, if you put your hope in the Lord, he will strengthen your heart. Be of good courage, the Bible says. Psalms 130 and 5 says this, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I do hope. We know that the word of God is powerful. There's power in the word of God. You can put your trust in the word of God. Lamentations 3.24 says this, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. I hope in him. I hope this goes okay. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it or not. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> So the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, says, And now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest we know is love. See, hope is part of the foundations of our faith. Bear with me. See, I don't know if you know anything about a foundation. But a foundation has to be something that's, that's strong, right? So hope, hope plays a part in the foundations of our faith, okay? So I didn't know this. Maybe some of you out there did. But I didn't know this. Why do you think they build a house with nails and not screws? See, when they're putting the frame together, that's the foundation of the house besides the concrete underneath. But the framing is very important because if your framing is not strong, your hope is not strong. Your framing is not strong. What's going to happen to the house over time? See, what happens is the house does shift a little. Okay, over time, houses shift. And what happens is, with the shifting, whatever it may be, when they're shifting, those nails have to be able to shift at the same time. Just like us, there's going to be shifting in our lives. There's going to be things that cause shifting. There's going to be things that take place in our lives where there's going to be shifting that takes place. But we have to be like a nail, right, in the foundation. We have to be like those nails. Our hope has to be like those nails. And we cannot lose heart. We cannot lose hope. We have to continue to put our hope in God, to put our hope in Jesus. No matter what the situation is, our hope has to be in Him. So what happens to a nail, I don't know if you guys can zoom in on this. So what happens over time, the nail shifts, right? And it starts to bend. But it doesn't break. 
That nail's strong. Our hope has to be strong. Our hope in God has to be strong. We cannot allow our hope in God to be like this screw. What happens is you hit it a couple times. Storms of life come. And it breaks. We cannot allow our hope to be broken. We cannot allow our hope in God to be like that screw. And things come our way and our hope starts to get less and less. We start putting our hope in other things. We don't put our hope in God anymore, but we put our hope in ourselves. We put our hope in our jobs. We put our hope in others. We got to be like this nail right here. No matter what comes against us, our hope is strong. Our hope is strong in God. Amen. If you receive this message, and if you believe God, your hope is in God, and you know that God is going to make a way for you no matter what comes your way, no matter what circumstances you go through. Maybe you're, you're lacking hope. Maybe your hope is not as, as strong as it once was. Let me encourage you. Seek God. Seek God in prayer. Seek God in fasting. Seek God in his word. And allow him to speak to you. Allow him to, to, to lead you and to guide you into what he wants you to do. Be sensitive to his voice. Be sensitive to the prompting of God. Be sensitive. There's going to be shifting. There's going to be shifting that takes place in our life. That's just the reality of it. But be like that nail. Don't allow your hope to be broken. Don't allow your hope in God to be broken. Whatever the situation is, whatever the circumstance is, don't allow those things to break your hope. Keep your hope in God. Keep your trust in God. If you receive that message, I pray you did. I pray this message encouraged you. I pray that I pray you were encouraged today. If we can all close our eyes in prayer, in reverence to God. Maybe you're out there and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't have a relationship with God. You don't know what it is to have hope. You're going through life without hope. You're going through life hopeless. You didn't know that there was such thing as hope. There's a God who loves you. There's a God that cares for you. There's a God that wants to give you a future and a hope. He wants to strengthen you. So repeat this prayer after me if you want if you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says that when you call if you call upon his name, you believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead. And you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. 
that you will be saved. So repeat this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for showing me how much I need you. I receive you right now as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to love you. Help me to serve you with all my heart from this day forward. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior in Jesus' name. If you said that prayer, we'd love to chat with you in the comments. If you have any prayer requests, you can leave those in the comments also. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to encourage you. We can't wait to see everybody back indoors. If you are a believer and you feel like your hope is not as strong as it once was, maybe you're in your, in your car right now, maybe you're at home watching this service and you just feel God's presence there in your house, there in your car, wherever you may be. I invite you to lift your hands as, as we sing this song out. I invite you to lift your hands in worship. Give your problems to God. Give your cares to God. The Bible says to cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Maybe you're sick in body. Raise your hands and worship and believe God that He is going to do a miracle in your life. He is going to com bring complete healing. He's going to bring complete and total healing over your life. And we believe by faith. We believe that by faith along with you, alongside of you. We believe that God is healing you even now. We believe that God is making a way even now. Where there is no way, we believe that God is opening doors that no man can shut. You might be unemployed. God is making a way for a job. You might be sick in body. God is bringing healing to your life right now. You might be going through situations and circumstances in your family. God is a restorer of families. God is a restorer of marriages. God is a healer. Sing that song out. Sing it out. Let your neighbors hear you in worship. Let your neighbors hear you worshiping. Let those driving beside you hear you worshiping. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed to worship God. Even if you're alone. Even if you're in your room alone. Worship God. Sing out this song. God is turning your situations around. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. And He will turn your situations around. He will move. He will move in a mighty way. He will move in a mighty way. He will give you strength. He will give you strength. The Bible says in our weakness, His strength is made perfect. God turn it around. God turn it around. God turn it around. God turn it around. Cause all of my hope is in God, we pray for all those watching online right now, God. God, we pray for strength, God. We pray for peace, God. We pray for miracles of healing, God. We pray for breakthrough, God, in their marriages, God. We pray for breakthrough, God, in their families, God, in their children, God. We pray for deliverance right now, God, in the lives of their unsaved family members, God, in their children, God. We pray for miracles of healing, God, 
taking place right now, God. We believe by faith, God. By faith, God. We believe that you are moving, God. You are moving in their lives, God. You are moving in their situations, God. As they put their hope in you, God. Let their hope, God, be in you and you alone, my God. Touch them, God. Oh, God, you are turning around situations, God. Even those situations that may seem impossible, God. We know that with you all things are possible, God. We know with you all things are possible, God. There is nothing impossible for you, God. We declare strength, God, right now, God. We declare peace, God, that surpasses all understanding, God. Oh, right now, my God, you are strengthening your people, God. You are healing your people, God. Turn around situations, God. Oh, as we put our hope in you, God. We thank you, God. That this hope will not be disappointed, my God. We thank you, God, right now for all that you've done, God. All that you're doing, God, in our service, God. We thank you right now for the miracles that are taking place, God. And we can't wait to hear, God, the testimonies, God. We can't wait to hear the good things that you've done, God. Even now, during this time, God. Thank you, God, that you are healing someone, God. Even now, my God. Thank you, God, that you are doing something supernatural, God, in the lives of your people, God. You are moving, God. You are moving, God, in the lives of your people, God. 